Well, good morning, everyone. I woke up this morning, <clears throat> as I oftentimes do, almost every time I'm scheduled to give a talk, I think, I have nothing to say. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> and uh, I pulled down a book by Ajahn Sumedho, I mean, Ajahn Suchito, a little tiny book. Uh, opened it up randomly. This is another thing I tend to do uh, in the mornings. And, uh, and he talked about um, meeting the gate to awareness, which, which was really helpful uh, to me. Uh, he speaks about this in the further part of the book. I'll read a little section before that, but it was really um, good because when I woke up this morning, I recognized that I had a migraine. I haven't had a migraine in months, in a long time. I used to get them all the time. And my immediate thought was, hmm, I better call Jessica. <laughs> Um, but then I read this little bit by Ajahn Suchita, and he was talking about, you know, the meeting up with the, the gate, which uh, you can look at as how I interpreted it, can look at as the um, boundary to awareness. So instead of being immersed in and wrestling with my thoughts and emotions, making a shift to awareness. It's in this shift then that you can make wise decisions. And so he had a little trick or a little, gave a little example of how to do this in our everyday life. And that is, we hear this all the time, you know, coming into the body. So as I'm reading this, I'm, okay, what does it feel like to have a migraine? Well, I feel really dizzy. And I, I do even right now. I lose my balance. I have to touch things. <laughs> I have to be careful, turn very slowly. So I don't fall over because I just, I really lose my sense of balance when I have a migraine. My head hurts. Okay, that's a shift. This is being one who knows what it's like to have a migraine. So turning around and looking at the gate, what was the other side of the gate? That was wrestling with. So that was identifying with, I, I have a migraine. I can't go in. I'm too, I'm dizzy. I don't feel good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go in. This is all thinking. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean I should go in. It means don't, re, don't take the next step. Don't act from a place of the of where you're meeting the gate, where you're identifying with the experience as opposed to being aware of the experience. Because 
The difference is that when I meet, when I come up to that gate, if I can recognize it as a boundary to awareness, then I can recognize that, oh, I'm about to act from my fears. You know, I might fall down in front of people. I don't think anyone in this room is going to care. I mean, you might be worried. You know, my husband will be worried. I think one or two of you would be worried, <laughs> concerned. Wouldn't you be concerned? <laughs> I, I might be embarrassed. <laughs> you know, but none of that is actually that's not a problem okay that's actually not a problem you know so rather than wrestling with the experience and being thinking i am this i am one who's confused today one who is not clear what does that mean what's being aware let's come back Come to the gate, that thinking, I'm thinking my way into identifying with my experience. That's the gate, like heaven's gate. There's the gate. Open it up. How do we open it up? Come into the body and be aware of the experience in this moment. That's, that's the shift. We can shift into awareness as opposed and away from shifting away from identifying with the experience as who and what we are. So I uh, go into the restroom and pick up the brush and brush my hair. And I have to I lean up against the wall because I'm, I'm dizzy. And I go to put my brush back down and I let go of it before it actually reaches the counter and it falls on the floor and I go and pick it up and hit my head on the counter, <laughs> you know? And I, I, can, I can think, oh my God, this isn't good. I can't do this. I better, I, I better stop. I better, I, I better call Jessica. Or I can think, wow, I'm actually, this is really, I'm fuzzy-minded. My, my body is, is uh, imbalanced, is I can't keep my, I'm, I'm dizzy. There's dizziness here, which keeps me imbalanced. Now I'm aware as opposed to afraid, you know? So when, as, as shifting into being aware of what's going on, I all of a sudden become curious. I realize, well, now I'm just curious. What, what's going to stop me from coming in and sharing with people? And, and, and then the other thing that came with this shift, my experience was not only curiosity, but kindness. When I was thinking, oh my gosh, this isn't good. I need to, I need to not go in today. You know, I was all these other thoughts came up along with it. I really, you know, that's, that's really not kind to Jessica. That's, you're not being very nice. You can do this. You know, I started to berate myself, like, buck up. <laughs> that's not very kind. And it's not very curious. But when we stop wrestling with our experience, so that's me wrestling with my experience. 
when I stopped wrestling with my experience and just came back into the body, what is this experience? Now I'm not identifying, I've shifted to awareness. As soon as I shifted to awareness, I became very curious. Well, why couldn't I? Why can't I just share this experience with people today? What's stopping me? Well, my head hurts. <laughs> uh, oh, take some Excedrin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this, my head isn't actually hurting right now. Now I'm curious. And so that's the kind thing to do. Take care of yourself. Now just stay curious. You know, let's see what happens. I remember, um, I don't remember what monk gave this little, taught, gave, shared this little experience with Ajahn Chah. I think it was Ajahn Pasano. So anyway, where was I? <laughs> I told you I'm fuzzy brained Where was I? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good. Can you hang out with me for the day so I can? <laughs> I better hurry up or I'm going to forget again. <laughs> Ajahn Pasano was once walking, I believe it was Ajahn Pasano anyway, walking along with Ajahn Chah um, as his attendant. And they were walking through the Kutis of where the monks were staying and whatnot, and he hadn't seen a particular Ajahn Chah hadn't seen a particular monk uh, for you know a day or so, and so he walked past his kuti and popped inside and said, "What, whoever, venerable, why haven't you been around? Why weren't you at puja this morning?" Something like this, and uh, and he said, "Oh, Longpur, I don't feel good." I really, I don't feel good. I, I think I'll just need a couple of days to, you know, stay away from the community right now and see if I can feel better. And Ajahn Shah's response was, oh, great, you can give the Dhamma talk tonight. <laughs> so I thought about that this morning. <laughs> I'll read this little uh, bit by Ajahn Suchito that inspired me. There was more to it, but I, uh, as you go further. So this is in his book called Clarity and Calm for Busy People. I do not, I don't think we have any more copies of this, uh, but you could get it. You could find it on Forasanga Publications, and I believe that's all one word, Forasanga Publications. And they have all the monastics of this tradition. They have all their books listed for download and you could download it on kindle or you can download it on pdf or you can download it in another form which i can't remember what it is but so this is called this is um several little exercises that he gives for lay people uh because we have very busy lives and how to center and calm yourselves so this, this little bit, I'll read just a little bit of this portion called Pause and Ask. And they're, they're literally just exercises that you do like for five to 10 seconds, maybe a couple of minutes at the most throughout the day. So this one is called Pause and Ask. 
and it's about half of it. Uh, recommended time, 10 seconds to one minute. I'd like to begin by presenting some exercises that take from 10 seconds to a minute to do. These exercises use a practice I'll call pause and ask. This is a very portable exercise. It's brief. You can do it just about anywhere, standing up or sitting down. It entails first the pause. Stop doing and talking, and as that shift happens, relax. Relax the muscles in your shoulders, your jaw, around your eyes, in your belly, and anywhere else where you can find, uh, where you can feel tension and holding on. As you relax, pay attention to the feeling of your body. Widen the lens of your attention over the sense of being embodied here. Focus as if you're listening. Take 10 seconds or more, if you like, to settle into this. The next step, the next step is to float the question, what's happening for me now? You'll probably find that a train of thoughts arise in your mind. If so, sum up that train into one word, like busy or eager or irritable. And for me, the word that came up was fuzzy-minded. If instead of a thought, you experience an emotion or mood, then give it a word that fits. In either case, the question will move through your consciousness where it might contact thoughts, sensations, or an impulse to do something. It might eddy around in the air of uncertainty. We can deal with where it goes later. The point right now is that the inquiry shifts attention into conscious space or awareness. Acknowledge that for a moment you're watching or listening to what the question brought to light rather than engaging in what you're thinking or feeling. Avoid judging your thoughts or moods. The main thing is that you have shifted to watching your mind. And with that, you can sense what's happening for you from outside the experience rather than by being engaged or immersed in the experience. Once the shift happens, check in with whatever your question, what's happening for me now, reveals. Give it a simple label and give yourself a few moments to feel busy or eager or irritable or fuzzy-minded without doing anything about it. Remember to stay in touch with and try to keep your attention spread over the whole of your body. This will help you to stay balanced. Now act, uh, don't act or react. By avoiding actions and reactions, you will allow a fuller and more helpful response to the mood to arise. You may sense calm, accept, acceptance, or clarity about what's happening for you. So this shift into awareness is important. It gives you a chance to get an overview on what you're feeling or doing, to change directions, or to let it pass. Listen to what the question brings to light. Don't act or react allow a response to arise. So rather than reacting to the fears in my minds uh, about, oh, this, you know, this migraine can get pretty bad. I could fall down. Uh, I won't have anything to say. 
um, instead of reacting to this, being with and, and thinking I am this, being shifting my attention to the watching or observing the experience by bringing it into the body, I stop wrestling with the thoughts and reacting from a place of wrestling with the thoughts to allowing wisdom to arise in awareness. So being the one who knows the experience and pausing and waiting for wisdom to tell me what to do. Now go in and share this with the community. I'm not the only one that can benefit from shifting awareness, from identifying with my experience to understanding my experience. Oh, okay. I'll try that. <laughs>